0: Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. In today's episode, we'll read the Wren Island series, part three, scene thirty-three. First, let's recap what happened when we previously visited Wren Island. Macy was holding down the fort at home, taking her responsibilities very seriously and finding creative ways to rest. Now we'll check in with Amelia, and maybe finally someone other than Macy will get the idea to worry about Allison. We'll spend about six minutes reading. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd Part 3 Scene 33 In the morning, with the house heater rumbling warm air, Amelia stretched under the covers, then creaked upright. Standing in front of her open closet, she sighed. The clothes were so crammed together she couldn't even see the options. So many choices! Random patterns and colors, shirts that only matched one pair of pants, shorts that may or may not fit right. If she had a designated outfit for Fridays, she wouldn't be standing here feeling overwhelmed. Simplify. That was the way to approach this. She pulled on the same linen shift she'd worn yesterday and added her favorite blue cardigan. Pulled on a cute pair of yellow bumblebee socks. If Shasta said she needed more bling, she would point to the sparkly pink hearts trailing each bumblebee. While she dressed, she listened to another chapter of David Copperfield. That was another nice thing about audiobooks and e-books. They didn't take up any physical space. She leaned against the closet door to wedge it closed. Downstairs, she fed Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon, careful to clean up all the spilled seeds on the counter and floor. When she stepped outside with Lokita to the fenced area, sparrows and juncos were eating from the bird feeder at the forest edge, and a little gray bird was running around on the ground. Amelia squinted at it. Not a bird, a mouse. Well, as long as the mouse stayed outside, they'd be a okay to use a term of Allison's. Not that anyone was going to tell Allison about a mouse, this time or any other time. Back in the kitchen, Amelia gave the dogs their breakfast. Shasta flashed in like a neon sign, wearing a pink sequin top cut embarrassingly low and black leather pants with rhinestones up the sides. A bright orange scarf was wrapped around her head and trailing down her back. Shiny jewelry clinked around her neck and wrists. Even blurry, Shasta was a brilliant flash. Shasta handed Amelia a mug with a bow tied around it. A gift from me to you, sis! Amelia read the words printed on the side. Not before coffee. Just what I wanted. Thanks, Shasta. She fixed herself a bowl of Fruity loop cereal with milk, then joined Shasta at the table. When Macy walked in, she set her phone on the counter. Still no message. Nothing. Should we call the Coast Guard, do you think? Shasta rolled her eyes. She's hardly been gone a day, Mace. Give the girl a break. Macy pulled ingredients for a green smoothie from the refrigerator and sent a weak smile to Shasta. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's just my ferocity coming out again. Allison is perfectly capable of taking care of Allison. Amelia took another bite of cereal. Shasta straightened the bracelets on one wrist. She's probably living it up this very moment eating bagels and locks with a cute new guy, or shopping somewhere fancy, or hang gliding. Hang gliding! Macy dropped a dish to the counter. It broke. Tiddlywinks, Mace. I didn't mean to. While her sisters bickered, Amelia collected the dirty dishes and lined them up in the dishwasher. She picked up her phone and wandered into the main entry. Remember how wonderful it felt to walk into this house the first time? Like the most beautiful place in the world was welcoming her. When her sisters' voices grew more animated, Amelia headed outside. Wonder what the bald eagle family would be up to today. She was videoing the frost-edged leaves of a rhododendron when Virgil came by and asked how things were going. Amelia sighed. Even a house as big as Allison's isn't room enough for Macy and Shasta to get along. Virgil sat on a tree stump, tugged off a nearby grass stem, and chewed on it. How's your YouTube channel coming along? I've added lots of videos, but I haven't made it public yet. Are you holding off for a reason? Amelia fingered the edge of a leaf, melting the frost. Just one little toggle switch, that's all it would take for the world to see Wren Island. For some reason, though, it felt like some of the videos should only be seen by friends, people who knew and loved them. She pulled out her phone, found a video, and showed it to Virgil. Allison, singing to the dogs in her pretty voice. Another video of Allison helping Shasta set up an arcade game. Allison teasing Amelia about her interview questions, a row of diamond earrings sparkling along one ear. Those diamonds must have cost a fortune. You couldn't look at Allison and not see those earrings. No one would say Allison was flashy, but when you saw those sparkly earrings, you knew she had money. Amelia tucked her phone away. I guess I'm wondering if some of the videos are too personal to share. Maybe Allison doesn't want the world watching her sing to the dogs or seeing all those other sweet things she does for us. I think I'll ask her before I make the videos public. Virgil was watching the waves roll up the beach. Smaller waves this morning because the tide was receding. Now would be a good time to walk the beach alone again if she dared. She ought to do it. She ought to work her nerve up for it. What do you do when a horse throws you? You get right back on. That's what their dad used to say. Have you heard from Allison? Virgil's voice sounded husky. Amelia shrugged. No, but Allison is perfectly capable of taking care of Allison, right? Virgil gave a slight nod and cleared his throat a couple of times. Amelia peered at him. Did Virgil look a fraction worried? Or was he just squinting against the sun in his eyes? Maybe he was having a not-before-coffee moment. She stood in motion to the house. Would you like a cup of coffee? We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 33. Amelia's not-before-coffee mug has been a long time coming. Back in Part 1, Scene 9, Episode 11, Amelia asked if an espresso machine would be a big-ticket item on Allison's credit card. Macy said they didn't need an espresso machine because none of them drink espresso. Amelia countered, saying if she had a fancy machine, she'd drink espresso every morning, in a mug that said, not before coffee. Somewhere along the way, Amelia must have shared that sentiment with Shasta, because now here's Shasta, the queen of gift-giving, handing Amelia the mug. Did it seem to you like Virgil might be a hint worried about Alison? Amelia thinks he might be. I'd like to think Virgil's a little worried just because, well do we think Virgil's in love with Allison? It's so hard to tell. We're finally going to get Allison some help. Well, help of sorts in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast, or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. Right away, you'll receive the most recent ebook version of the Rent Island series, and you'll be the first to hear about new developments in the story and opportunities to influence what happens next. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me. Thank you.